on. We're on. It's here. It's <clears throat> finally here. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. It's like one person, but thank you, one person. <laughs> thank you. That's all that matters. Um, we're Girls with Anxiety. I'm Neg. I'm Heika, and we are here to hopefully not give you anxiety while we speak about our anxiety. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's not something we aim for. Um I'm so stoked to like finally get here when we talked about this. Gosh, how long has it been now? Oh, it's been, I think it's been like three months since I moved up here in LA to LA. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's definitely been like a work in progress. We literally just are finally, we've gone through a couple of test rounds of recording and, um, I feel like we're going to be pros after this because we're going through our technical difficulties. Totally. Um, shout out to Charlie, who Thanks, Charlie. is from Focusrite, which I was calling Fursight, um, <laughs> for helping us figure out that everything we needed was actually downloaded onto our computer. We just weren't actually seeing it. Um, <laughs> which is, you know, just like the hilarious thing of life of getting more getting ahead of yourself and not paying close enough attention to the things that you need and them being right in front of you um which is okay and that's that's life and that's why there's people in our lives to help us get to those points um I think that we could open up definitely just kind of by talking about what's our anxieties Mm -hmm. lately and like what we've been going through um uh personally myself I have been definitely feeling the perception anxiety like the idea that like how am I being perceived in this world and what am I doing am I on the right track I guess like what's what's my guidelines um definitely with opening up and being more vulnerable especially as we've been leading up to girls with anxiety I mean like just posting on our Instagram and little things like that it it definitely feels almost like you're like a little kid sharing something in front of your class totally you you just are like nervous that people aren't going to accept you or that nobody's going to feel the same way about you and I think that that's anxiety at its finest is isolation and we're here definitely to to bring people together yeah what about you what's your anxiety been hmm I have many where should I start? Um, well, I guess we could talk about the one that I've had for the last few months. And it's from moving to L.A., which I love so much. But it's definitely been a shift. And I'm welcoming it with open arms because I feel like if I didn't make that move up here, Girls with Anxiety, I don't know, would have existed. Yeah, for sure. You know? Um, so, I just did a weird whistle when I said that, but <laughs> we'll just keep moving forward. Um, but yes, definitely moving up to L.A. and feeling a sense of aloneness and kind of losing a sense of myself being up here um but I think it's I think it's a really good thing um 
I was talking to one of my good girlfriends, Lauren, shout out LT. Um, LT. And I was telling her, you know, when I was 20 years old, I was single and I had this I like right after a breakup and I was like, you know, the only person that can make you happy is yourself. And the rest is just like an awesome bonus. Mm. And now at 31, I've completely lost that sight. <laughs> I'm like, why was I so wise in that sense at 20? I mean, like, that's like the only wise knowledge I had at 20. Let me tell you. Um, and not much has changed now at 31. But I think this whole this whole new anxiety that I never knew existed for myself since my plate is already full and now it's just overflowing. Yeah. But I think the whole point of it is um, coming to terms with like, I have to like love myself again. Yeah. And the rest is just fucking sprinkles. Yeah. That's, you know, that's such a awesome way to say that. Yeah. And I was having this realization while I was, talking to her like it wasn't like I had this thought and I was like oh I need to share it like as I was expressing myself to her because she's she's been in the same situation as me before like she moved across country you know and I just moved an hour away from home but still and while I was telling her this I was like holy shit light bulb I think it's yes I need to love myself again to like make myself happy and the rest will just fall in fall into place yeah so but it's definitely been it's been so hard I've the sense of aloneness is like really it can get dark yeah absolutely and just the thoughts in my head and just my overthinking and I think I just need to step out of my comfort zone, which I did moved to mm -hmm. LA. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's definitely getting better. I was definitely intimidated by this strange place, but not so much anymore. I mean, there's definitely still some parts that I'm intimidated by. Like <laughs> I, I feel like I've, I've, you know, I'm conquering it one step at a time yeah absolutely I think that like coming back to self-love and like deciding that and a word that's been like floating around me lately is compassion like mm. and it's to I feel like it's so easy for us to for people to like not it's like okay you're taught don't be selfish give 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 mm -hmm. which is wonderful and great but at the same time, are we being taught to, like, give to ourselves and, like, love ourselves at all? Like, is that something that's being taught to our children and to our friends and family? Like, we deserve to give each other the space to be ourselves. Totally. And we deserve to have the same amount of compassion that you'd give to your girlfriend for yourself. Yeah. Because, like, how are you telling your girlfriend that she's wonderful and she's great and all of these things but you're not even saying that about yourself yeah and it's like we it's and I think anxiety is like such an ostracizing thing like you feel so incredibly 
alone in your head because you get all these like Mm -hmm. thoughts and things and it's it's overwhelming you're very overwhelmed and you're giving still you're trying to like get yourself out there but then at the same time when do you when are you telling yourself like fuck yeah girl you're fucking kicking ass like you you got this and and I think that that's something that I struggle with too is like if one of my friends was starting an anxiety podcast literally you are you're one of my (laughs) friends you know I'm like fuck yes like good for you like I'm so stoked but then for myself I'm like oh but what if so-and-so is like this and what if this is like this and all these what ifs for what like it totally doesn't it doesn't compute yeah filling our brains with nonsense space while we could have room for for self-love yeah and it's like the confidence side of it too is like deciding that you're valuable and that you're worth it and like it's funny because you're like saying how you um you knew these things when you were 20 like you're saying like this is like you know you've got to love yourself and then but then the the other side of that is like what happened from 20 to 30 is like life right so like it's the practice of like giving yourself time like when you're younger you have more time for yourself or you have more time to like be with you and like enjoy and like it's you don't have your bills and you don't have all these things that kind of put pressure on yourself and then you're not giving yourself as much time so like you're losing this like idea of self-compassion yeah and like love and it's so true like it's everything comes down to that like I love that you had such a natural like light bulb yeah about that and you know I started journaling which helped me so much and and one of my rules that I have in my journal is I'd have to write one positive thing about myself I love that I love it but then I'm also like how sad is that I have to like force myself to write one thing like I should be able to write a million a million but you know it's just one thing and I think the first thing when I started journaling it was like I was in a really like tough time is before I moved, but my brain was just like consumed with so much anxiety that I had no room to think of anything else. And I didn't even know what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. It was just like a jumbled up of wires like in my head. And I think the one positive thing I said was like, I like the color of my eyes. Oh, I love the color of your eyes. Thank you. But like, like, you know, it it puts it in perspective. It does. Like absolutely puts it into perspective. Um, But there, it comes back to that though. Like, and it's kind of, so it's a weird thing like with social media that I have Mm. that I kind of love selfies. Oh. And I know it's so weird because it's so contradictory and I, I think it can go either way. But I think people taking pictures of themselves is one of, in my opinion, like I'm literally not a trained medical professional. Neither of us are. We just Speak are like two friends. <laughs> no, just kidding. But it's like, I think they're therapeutic in a way because people are able to see themselves in angles that they like themselves mm-hmm. in. And they're like, ah, I like this photo enough to where I think I look good enough to post it or share it. And there's the other side of becoming too obsessed and being like, oh, it's not pretty enough for this. There's that side, sure. But in the bare, bare essence of it all, sorry guys, I will make up all my words and nothing will make sense usually. We should keep a journal yeah. of like what you say. If somebody wants say. to keep a journal and send me my journal, I'll send you a little gift. Oh yeah, month. and then we'll write 
like the meanings of these words. Yeah, we can make a dictionary. Yeah. Girls with But, you know, sometimes we don't know how to pronounce things and yeah. we know that, so don't at us. We are trying our hardest and we are putting ourselves out there yeah. and that might be words that we don't know how to pronounce. Oh, whoa. Pren- yeah, whoa. I mean, you know, pronounce. our brains, I think, can pronounce it. It's just our mouths don't agree with our brains. Like, and I think that our mouths just want to say something else. Like, and we're okay with that. Yeah, like we're word, confident with that. Word of the month that we, or I guess it's been <sighs> like a few months. Word of the few months, like 2019 word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carpentinalized. No, no, no. Carmental. Shit. Compartment. Compartmentalize. You're, you're, okay, say it again. Compartmentalize. Yeah. I don't know (laughs) what you're throwing in there. With that being said, you might hear a lot of crazy words and we're educated. We just don't really care to fix it right now because I like the way it sounds sometimes. Yeah. It's funny. It makes me laugh and it comes out naturally. So I'm not going to stop my natural flow of words. I'm not going to (laughs) compartmentalize where and how I should pronounce my words. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just a podcast. No big deal. No big deal. Um, But uh, what was my brain thinking about? I don't know. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that um, selfies. Yeah, selfies. I think that they're strangely good um, when they're used in the right way. I think that it's really nice for people to feel... When is a selfie used in a wrong way? I think when you look at somebody's profile... But I'm not one to take selfies. You're not? I haven't taken one in a long time. I mean, I have taken selfies and I posted, but like, I'm not one to like... Sit around and be like, oh my God. Yeah. And no judgment to anybody. I think like when I see people in the street with their selfie sticks, I'm like, fuck yeah, you are ballsy. Like... I'm too embarrassed sometimes to pull out my phone and, like, take a picture of right? something I think is pretty. Like, well, A, I don't know my angle. My angle. And my lighting's really bad all the time. Mm, that's so, like, so, I mean. So, but that's the thing, though. Like, but you'll still take a picture. Because I find that, I just think it's an interesting thing when it comes to self-confidence and self-love. It's like the idea that you can give yourself validation by just liking the photo that you took. Yeah. In that sense. Like not even going so far as like posting it, but just like the acknowledgement of like, I like the way I look in this picture. Yeah. I think that that's like so crazy because there's so many people who are like, oh, I don't like this picture. I don't like this picture where it's like guilty, but it's. But the picture is only bad to your perception. Totally. And that's because you, like, it it really might be a bad picture or something. And your friend might not really be telling you the truth. But, like. You better tell me the truth. Like, I think, uh, I seriously think you photograph really beautifully. And, like, I think that you are a really beautiful person. Wait, me? Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, literally, there's maybe been, like, a few bad pictures that I've taken of you. And I've been like, all right, we're going to delete that. (laughs) Get rid of it. But it's like your perception of it might be different. And I think that that's interesting in relation to self-love is like how do we view it and why do we put so much emphasis on like um, our value of like self-love is the appearance that we look. And it's just it, it comes it all comes funnels down to like how we're raised and and the things that are going on in our media and all these things, which is like why I think ever more so doesn't sound right wait but it feels more right. so more, more so than ever oh more so i thought you meant like 
Every morsel. No. Um, morsel. Morsel in my body. <laughs> my being. Every morsel in my being. But ever more so. Damn it. You're saying it right. Am I? I think so. I don't know. Um, but even more so than now. Na- oh, fucking dick. Just oh, shit. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's so important to practice self-love. Yes. And just fucking pat yourself on the back. And, like, the thing is, is I can say it all day long, but, oh, my God, am I fucking guilty. Like, I will rush through my whole day. I will be like, okay, got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. Oh, I got to text this person back. I got to have this and I got to do. Oh, my fucking God. The moment that I sit down at the couch and I'm, like, watching TV, the biggest rush of guilt that I'm not accomplishing all these other things instead of just being, like, Oh, I have a body that like needs to actually calm down right now yeah. and relax because if my body can't do that, my mind absolutely cannot. And they work together yeah. and we're totally like, we're so fixated. I did that the other night. I was sitting on the couch. I forget what I was. I think I was like eating dinner, but then I was like, oh, I need to do this and then this. And, th- and I'm like, wait, just fucking sit down and eat mm-hmm. your dinner and not try to multitask because like what are you really trying to accomplish right. five extra minutes exactly for what? what is that gonna give me and i was listening on doc shepherd's podcast oh my god about so multitasking and how i think monica was fact checking and how it's like shown that you're really not doing it well totally. like you really can't multitask and like I literally in my head was like, yeah, right. I'm a fucking awesome multitasker. You should see me at work. But, but then you're just like average. You're average. Yeah. Right. You're not doing anything to its fullest potential. Totally. And like, why the fuck? Yeah. Would you? Sorry, I curse. It's okay. A lot. But you've already was, like said fuck like 12 times. I, when I was young, I didn't realize that it was like a bad, bad thing to cuss. And I remember somebody in like elementary school saying that I had a sailor's mouth. And I remember feeling so ashamed, but I still didn't stop cussing. I love cussing. Fucking go on with your story. Okay. But, you know, it's like you, you know, what was my brain doing? I don't know. Oh. Multitasking. Multi- see? Multitasking. Yeah. Multiple conversations lead you astray. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like you're really not doing yourself justice and you're not giving your brain the ability to fully dive into something. And I I find that that's one of my biggest anxiety triggers. It's been one of my anxiety triggers my whole life where it's projects, right? Like you want to get through something, you want to do something, but then something else comes up and you're not giving the other thing any time to exist. It's like relationships, like oh my gosh, that to me, my ex, like that was one of his biggest things. And I, I never really gave him the credit of like what he was thinking until like, I can like look back. It's like, I'd get home from work and I'd be so like done with my brain and talking to people and he'd be there and I'd just like be zoning out on my phone. And here he is like trying to talk to me and it's the idea of multitasking. Like, why am I doing two things at once? Like, create the time for one or the other. Like, let it marinate. Let it marinate. Like, yeah. go sit down in front of somebody. Like, have a conversation with them. If you're literally too tired for to talk to anybody from work, I'm really too tired to talk. Love ya. Ugh. Like, one of my pet peeves is when... You're trying to have a conversation with someone and they're on their phone. Yeah. 
I mean, I've definitely been guilty of that. Sure. I as think everyone. that's like natural. But I try to really make a conscious, conscious effort to give my undivided attention to someone because they're coming and talking to me or not coming and talking to me. But no, just like, but like I'm taking ta- the energy yeah. out of their day. Like I'm going to be present because they're present with me. Mm-hmm. Like I think like thoughts like that, like that, just like those simple tiny acts. It's like, yeah, not every time you're going to be perfect. Not every time you're going to be able to not look at your phone. But at the same time, I feel bad. I've done that to my mom before. Oh, me too. That breaks my heart. I mean, like I know, like she wasn't like fully talking to me, but I was like definitely like, but it's also like an email or something like that. It's an, like, I feel like it's, this might be the wrong terminology again, but it's like an immune response almost. That's definitely not right. No, I feel like An auto response. Yeah, I feel like you're on the right track. Like, you guys all get what I mean. But you totally, like, it's automatic now. Yeah. Like, it's, I literally, I have a timer on my phone for Instagram. Like, I don't go on it more than 40 minutes a day. Oh, my God. Um, Amazing. Because if I, like, my brain will be like, huh, I'm going to go listen to music. Oh, I forgot what I was doing. I have, like, oh, my God, so and then I'll be back on it, and I'm like, what the hell? I fucking was not supposed to be here for the last 10 minutes, and I just wasted all my life, and I could have been doing my dishes, exactly. and I could have... Oh, my gosh. Okay. Breathe. Right? Yes. <laughs> so I just read um, a blog post from this girl, Taylor Ann. She's a influencer. I love the name. It makes me want to sing Taylor Ann, Taylor uh, Ann. Pepper. Yeah, Pepper Ann. And she just wrote a a blog post about how she's been not um every when she wakes up she does not pick up her phone for an hour and I've tried that the last two two days yeah and it's been so nice like my morning is just seamless why am I whistling through my mouth oh I might have blown into no that was me again um (laughs) it's just I woke up I iced my face because I like to do that like ice cubes I put I put ice cube over my face I don't know Dude, like I, I can't afford so like much. Botox so like let me ice my face and let I it think it's amazing for like a minute yeah. and then I write my journal and I've been really like one of my goals that I set for this year was to journal every day and that's just like has fall from the wayside mm. and so not picking up my phone for an hour and I instead of putting my journal in my closet it's next to my bedside mm. so I'm like okay I'm gonna write in it and it might be like a page long because I'm writing it every day but that's fine yeah. or a paragraph or a sentence or a word or whatever but it's not picking up my phone checking my email looking at Instagram like what did I miss last night actually I like don't care yeah. what's that new <laughs> it's not FOMO but it's that other one that's like Almost fear of missing out. Yeah, but the other one is just like not fear of missing out. I forget. It's like a new meme. Anyways, I've been doing that and it's great. Yes, it's only been two days. And I two hope days I is amazing. Hope and this today was a lot easier because yesterday I was like, Oh my god. I've in my journal I was like, I have forty three minutes left. Like counting mm. down. And today was like a breeze. Interesting. So that's, I think that's like so incredibly intense. Like the idea of doing that and I hate even admitting it. That's the other thing is I'm like so ashamed that I'm going to admit this right now. The idea of it's not. It's a safe space here. <laughs> the idea of not having my phone immediately when I wake up fucking terrifies me. And not even because like 
it's not like an Instagram thing. It's or like checking my email. It's the like panic of like, did I miss something? Like, did I miss something for work? Did I miss all these things? Like, I need to get I need to get these things and I got to get to this place. I got to. And it's like, whoa, like you're not. I think it's also like releasing. Like, I'm in a yoga teacher training and like it's we've been like like I was like talking about beginning and whatnot and so it's like releasing my control of that of like you're not a fucking hero neg like you're not yeah and then is the person that sent the email like checking their phone every five seconds no like like, nobody cares that much about my response no and uh, (laughs) no no one does I feel like I'm so on top of my emails because I'm like I hope they're not waiting Mm -hmm. but in return like it which is ironic though because in the morning I'm so panicked about like making sure like I think it's you know what it's not even like the expectation of um needing to make sure I'm like being their hero it's like what's coming at me that freaks me out more like what don't I know that's happening because I'm really guilty of not texting people back I always have like 15 to 20 text messages from like last month that I haven't gotten back to um yeah I just looked at your email and it scared me I had a mini heart attack yeah so I mean so that's me um but yeah exactly like there's so the, the idea of not being with my phone though like right when I wake up and I don't know maybe it's like I need to like practice it I need to practice getting up early but one thing I have done I will say like your idea of like putting your journal next to your bed is amazing like because I actually started putting um all of my books that I want to read so I have like four books that I'm reading right now literally like they're gonna all it's gonna take me a while because I'm seriously going through each four and one of them in particular like I've read it multiple times and I've gone back there I have notes in it and so I literally have all of them stacked up next to my bed and I've tried to make like a conscious effort to not um turn on my tv or use my computer at night because what happens is is I literally I'm like so known to like make shopping carts and not never (gasps) commit to them I get really online window shopping I love it I love it too I will literally like add things to my cart be proceeding to check out try to find a coupon code and then exit out of the page like I like can't commit to buying myself clothes online it freaks me out um but I look at my bank account and then I'm like never mind <laughs> literally canceled the hair code appointment because I looked at my bank account and was like never mind oh, yeah my poor hair is gonna be horrible for my friend's wedding but anywho um shout out to Buffy so it, it's one of those things though it's like life it's like these tiny little steps in the right direction and I think as humans the nature that we want to go in is we want to see where our trajectory is and so we want to see how we want to be and then we push and we say we've got to be like this right now instead of realizing that anything that's beautiful and good and anything we strive to takes these tiny little steps to get there and it's the conscious effort every day and like the effort of dedicating the self-love mm-hmm. so like we can be 20 years old again with that mindset you know like yeah. it's um it's retraining our thoughts to say like I don't have to get there right now I don't have to respond to this text right now I need to respond to all my text messages I'm so sorry but <laughs> you know like it's like we're everything is happening in good time yeah 
just like our podcast. Like I think if we would have rushed it anytime sooner, as much as the technical difficulties sucked and, um, you know, it's like, we just want to get it started. We just want to get out there. It's like, this is the now the time Mm -hmm. and to my one listener our one listener our five i know i'm sorry i didn't mean to say your see i sometimes say the wrong thing you see my (laughs) 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 one listener like it's it's those little things totally i'll be your one listener i'll be your one listener okay cool because i love you so much (laughs) but Yeah. yeah what are we are we doing well on our time we're like so new to this so. we are so yeah. please yeah bear with us um we're literally like so grateful for anybody that did listen and we're grateful for our own ears for yeah. playing it back because we have to listen to our own voices again and you know i can't even like listen to i don't even have a voicemail set up oh me neither oh my god the anxiety of that i know i don't want anybody to hear my voice like that. no <laughs> Thank you. I already have a high-pitched voice. I know. I feel like I'm like a, I sound like a 13-year-old girl, which. Nothing is wrong not, with that. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, nothing wrong with it, really. Yeah. I hope my face always looks young. Sometimes people are like, how old are you? I'm like, how old do you think? And they're like, like 12. And then I'll get like my real age sometimes. I'm like, who's lying to 12? Me? Yeah. And I'm like, I have like. Damn. Yeah. So. Jake and I went to we went yeah we went to this like little center last weekend and they had a bar and he's like can I see your ID and Jake got his out and I just like couldn't find mine in my I'm like sorry he's like I believe you I'm like I'm 31 he's like I would not believe that like I'm gonna give you a really big tip thank you that's the best I know I was like thanks so much but isn't it so funny like I totally being when I was younger I was like I'm gonna get married when I'm 18 oh my god same I'm gonna have my kids and I'm gonna have this whole life and which is like fucking awesome like I have friends with children and families and their dogs and like every little wonderful thing and like but it's so funny how you can plan so much of your life and it changes I thought I was gonna have four kids oh no excuse me three kids by 24 but I was also like 12 and I didn't know that yeah and so like that's but it made me think because of like the aging and like thinking about um people asking for your ID and it's like such a funny thing because you I used a fake ID for a long time you know it's like and then you finally get there and then people are like oh I wouldn't have guessed I don't know I just think that that's such a the age thing is such an interesting thing and how we perceive and decide like oh, we're supposed to be here at this time, but really we don't know. And it's, again, comes back to, like, taking the steps to get there and repeating those things back to yourself that you don't have to be where you think you should be. You're going to get there. As long as you, like, see your – I don't know. I think, like, for us, I feel like I can say, like, when we started talking about girls with anxiety, like, we both had, like, a clear vision of, like, we feel good about this. Yeah, like, I've this, never felt so, yeah, like, like, sure about. This feels right, and as scary as it can be, and, like, sometimes, like, even throughout this podcast, we're like, did I say that right? Or, like, I mean, obviously, I mess up on some stuff, but, like, should I have talked about that? Should I have not talked about that? But those are just... That's life, man. That's life. Yeah, like, what are you going to do? You can't control every moment. Mm-mm. And I'm learning that. And, like, trying to practice that. And I think feel good about yourself because you deserve to. I love that. And you are valued. I think that's, like, a really nice note to end on on our first episode. I agree. Um, We love you guys. We love you. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) Here's some places that you can follow us. Yes. Um, girls with anxiety on Instagram, but it's just the W. Just so the w. not the if. Yeah. So girls W anxiety. Um, you can definitely shoot us an email. Um, it's the same spelling girls W anxiety at gmail.com. We have a website. Website. You Gr- can reach out, mm-hmm. reach us out there too. Um, yeah. I mean, feel free to like shoot us messages like yeah like we said we're not doctors um we're literally two cutie pies in a room um (laughs) yeah but if you ever feel alone with anxiety we are here Mm -hmm. for you we're your friends we are your ride or die so yeah um, we're here to bring us together yeah so if you ever need anything and even if it doesn't have to do with anxiety like just anything we fucking love to babble yeah or like if you have a question i mean we might not be able to answer it in the correct terms but we are here for you Mm -hmm. whatever that may be yeah absolutely cool all right we out girls with anxiety Bye. bye